0: And we're talking, and he goes, well, why don't you start her off at the beginning instead of starting her out completely OP? And I went, because I I had all this backstory about how she'd become the librarian and why she (laughs) was the librarian. And he's like, well, that's really interesting. Why don't you go into it?
1: This is the Crit RPG Podcast. Your one-stop shop for everything Lit RPG Progression Fantasy, and Royal Road. Hi, and welcome everyone to the Crit RPG Podcast, the only podcast where we invite people from Australia only. And with me today is honorary, honorary Australian person, and German person, and British person, and American person, Katie Hanna. Uh, you might know her as Arithion. Uh She's the author of Library System Reset, right?
0: Mm-hmm. Did I get yeah. that
1: right? Okay, good. Yes, ah, you did. Well, scared for a second. How are you doing?
0: No. I am doing pretty bloody good this morning. I am on prednisone, and so I am like, hi. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so the uh, Quit Pants podcast does not endorse drugs, um, despite what you might have heard in the uh, <laughs> in the bones material that was recorded before the show. So, <laughs> no, we... We had to talk about books, um, and as yes. we have learned from many, many, many children's ads in the 90s, um, books are the new drugs and way better anyway, so here we go.
2: Yes, yes
0: they are. So,
1: wanna, because I have more questions uh, that haven't been answered yet about time dilation, so we need to talk about how library system <gasps> came into being.
0: Okay, so been writing for a while Mm. um and I actually got really really burned out like super Mm. burned out too many books um I had a contract that was uh for a book that I really enjoyed but I was literally rewriting an old book and so it was kind Mm. of annoying to Mm. redo even though I love the story but it had strict deadlines and I was just pulling like it was like like Pulling your nails out, you know, like it was hard to do. And then I wanted to start writing another book and I couldn't. I just could not bring myself to write. Mm. And in this time period, I started thinking about my library idea that had been, Mm. um, you know, like floating around in my brain as it does, Mm. just germinating and stewing and just, you know, becoming an idea. And I've always wanted to write about a magical library. Now, I've always wanted to write cozy. Except I love violence. So, <laughs> Cozy, cozy violence. and I, Cozy remains a dream of mine, but slice of life I can do. And I, I do it, I think I do it well because I have a lot of trouble not micromanaging the time in the books. <laughs> so, so, it becomes slice of life. The idea starts germinating, and I get this awesome idea about this all powerful librarian. And I'm like, okay. Um, I have this scene in my head of her going to retrieve a book and being slightly pissed off that it's got dog-eared pages and leveraging a fine. And I pitch it to one of my friends, uh, Luke Chimilenko, is a really good friend Mm -hmm. of mine. And he is like, hey, Katie, do you want to brainstorm it? Dude, this guy is the best brainstormer ever. And we're talking and he goes, well, why don't you start her off at the beginning instead of starting her out completely OP? And I went, because I I had all this backstory about how she'd become the librarian and why she was the (laughs) librarian. And he's like, well, that's really interesting. Why don't you go into it? And I was like, oh. And so I spent three months literally, because I write by hand, uh, because I'm old and it stays in my brain better that way. I literally wrote out the actual like magic system. I wrote out magic system, right? And then I have like more and pages and pages. And Do you pages. want us to blur that? Yeah. Because people <laughs> no, will reframe like a... it.
1: You know how it goes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um and well, it's actually just the library system being explained, which is we're oh. up to like chapter 36 now on roll mm. roads, so um it's not really going to be too surprising. Um but yeah, so I wrote out how because I need I need my world in place before Mm -hmm. I can create in it that's just how my brain works Mm -hmm. um so I wrote out all this information and then I'm like oh my gosh okay I want a magical library that is about to die Mm -hmm. so the book starts with an isekai moment Mm -hmm. where your main character gets pulled from earth that is not a a world that usually has magic mm-hmm. into the library because she is the only person still in existence after 500 years who has the, ma- the magical signature that the library requires to connect to mm, Cool. Mm-hmm. and that's how the isekai happens and she ends up in a library that goes into emergency shutdown mode because it has no power so she has to connect to the core and activate the library so, um, and then she has to retrieve 18,000 books. So, oh, yeah, you know, yeah, just a few. <laughs> um, and it's a universal library, it exists in its mm-hmm. own dimensional pocket mm-hmm. and it can be summoned to anywhere that somebody who has an affinity with magic wants it. So, it has multiple dimensional doorways. Um, so when it's functioning. It's just accessible anywhere, anytime, and it's much bigger on the inside. I never <laughs> mentioned the word artist. <laughs> um, it doesn't do time. Um, it doesn't travel through time, but it has access to worlds where time runs differently. Oh, that's man. where my time dilation problem comes into into okay. play. Okay. So so what I did was even though I made it have time dilation on one of the worlds they were sent to, to retrieve a very important book because the mm-hmm. library couldn't be open yet because it didn't have enough power. It, it only had mm-hmm. the power to like send them specific places to get this very specific books that it needed to power it back through critical back up to critical and not emergency mm-hmm. mode. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> she gets sent to this world. And I'm like, as I'm typing, oh, yeah, let's just give it time dilation. So the time is passing quicker in the library <laughs> and she's on it. You've got to understand that she's on like a 72-hour time crunch to get these books. Okay. Mm-hmm, okay. Mm-hmm. So Ash, which if you haven't read it, is a bit of a spoiler for like chapter 16, 17, I think. Um, but it's up there. So you can read it. So basically the, for um, the first 5% of
1: the of the book because it's lit RPG. Okay, got it. <laughs>
0: So she goes, and I'm, I'm really proud of this. I'm like, it's passing faster. It's about three times as fast or so. Um, I think 20 minutes. Oh, no, actually, it was like six times as fast. I can't remember. Somebody did the math in one of my comments. And they were like, <laughs> so only like 60 years have passed on this world. And I'm like, shit. <laughs> I'm like, I didn't think of that. So now I've got to go back and just redo that and make them have died mm. only 10 years ago or something some crap but oh, since yeah. their time passes slower i mean it's still the time period it's just a slower passing you know mm-hmm. but still i was like i was like this wait it passes faster Wait, oh i'm really confused now i'll have to go read the comments somebody did the math for yeah. me i'll figure it out <laughs>
1: uh, I, I love these i love this kind of comments like i hate them and i love them both where it's like oh yeah didn't your main character have this and this power like fifteen pages, fifteen chapters ago? Like, oh yeah, the, at the point where <laughs> we talked about this, where we kind of you know like went off script because like it would be absolutely awesome to have like this fifteen new powers that I'm going, to, never going to use again, and then uh, you're like, oh god, I made a promise now and I have to keep it.
0: So, uh, so yeah, so the library is, and the thing that I think some people mm-hmm. don't realize, so they they see that it's lit RPG. Mm-hmm. They see that it's progression fantasy, mm-hmm. and they see that it's um what else did I call it? I don't know. Give me a sec. Sorry <laughs> about it. Um, I've got portal fantasy isekai progression. Um, it is female lead, um, lit RPG slice of life adventure. So it's got all those in it, right? And I have like a warning, like it is the system is broken. Rebuilding it is a major focus like that yeah. is what it is it's not yeah, I saw it. yeah it isn't even functioning correctly like it can't access all its power it can't access all its abil- abilities and it has a manifestation of the mm. library that is mm-hmm. like a in a per- personal form and he is like malfunctioning because he's part of the library that yeah. has been defunct for 462 years and like has just been trying to find somebody with the librarian signature, right? Mm-hmm. So that's all. Oh, and so the, oh, yeah, I don't, that would be a huge spoiler. But anyway, um the library has a function. There is a reason mm-hmm. it is the magical library of everywhere.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and I had somebody comment like, oh, it doesn't live up to the library potential. And I'm like, what? And they're like, yeah, you should just be able to grab a book and and sit in a corner and have them reading the book and not absorbing the books and not absorbing the knowledge and blah blah blah. Just like an, and I'm like, it's a magical library. Why wouldn't you be able to just absorb the books?
1: Like, I mean, in 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 those instances, it's always I personally feel good point to ask. Like, that sounds very very good.
0: If you want to
1: write posy, that, if you want yeah. to write that story, I would very much like to read that. Yeah, um, in this one. It doesn't because
0: exactly I don't
1: like it as much as my own. Thank you.
0: Yeah. It's like, um, it, was a, it was actually a review and they're like, I mm-hmm. don't, this doesn't live up to the library hype or something like mm-hmm. that. And I'm like, what? So I read the review and I'm like, yeah, but that's the book. That's not my book. Yeah. The book you're, you're writing about it not being, is not my book. <laughs> like,
2: it
1: could be, somebody... could be worse. You could be <laughs> writing mystery and people complain that it's confusing and you don't, they don't know what's going on. So, um
0: oh, I do also. I'm I'm like a pepperer of information. I don't info oh, yeah. dump. Oh yeah,
2: yeah. And yeah, like I um, mm-hmm.
0: I love I I love mysteries because you brought up yeah. mysteries, and so I I always wanted to be a thriller writer, and then <laughs> I kept having aliens and magic showing up in my books. So it could just be a science never...
1: fiction <laughs> magic thriller. Like we can, we can do that.
0: So I be- well, it kind of is. This is because you've got to find out who wanted the library to not be functioning in the first place Mm. Um, because to not be able to find a signature in like galaxies in the whole Mm. universe Mm. um, with so many worlds and planets and systems and everything um, which is so much fun to create species Mm -hmm. by the way it's just a ball Um, (laughs) yeah you've got to like you've got to think that Mm. Some somebody did something you know there's, there's yeah. a reason so like that is a, a mystery behind everything but uh yeah it's like it's not a cozy library mystery it's nowhere did I mention cozy even though I would have loved it to be cozy mm, you better go there before
1: yeah but yeah <laughs> okay
0: um well that, that that's what started it and then I realized <laughs> I can't write like
1: cozy oh no, <laughs> oh, like, no. Yeah. oh no oh <laughs> no
0: I, would go, I have a story for that I'm for like, the bones
1: but sorry I have a story for that for the bones material for sure.
0: <laughs> I have like um she like machetes, like these engorged bookworms in mm. in like half and actual worms not people. Yeah. Uh, and she uh that's like in chapter 6 or 7. <laughs> I'm mm. like yeah, it's not cozy. It's <laughs> not happening. <laughs> cozy is not happening. This is just not happening. So um <laughs> But yeah, it's uh, it's it's not that book, and I have mm. a lot of people who don't who want their information now. Mm. I'm like, well, that's not how it works because she doesn't know the information. The mm. library is glitching. Nobody knows the information. Like,
1: <sighs> and I mean, I can I can get it. People like those people usually, in my experience, at least, I haven't met any, all people in the world, of course. Yeah, but those people generally want. Um, to be able to kind of predict the trajectory of the story and see if they're yeah. right or not. And they don't like it if they get confronted with new facts every once in a while. Yeah. Um, whereas others kind of enjoy that kind of feeling of tension of like, hey, what's going yeah. on here? Right? It's like, like finding out being nosy. Well, mm-hmm.
0: I love g- gathering the breadcrumbs and seeing yeah. if I've got the right path. You yeah. Know? yeah.
2: And or...
0: nine times out of 10, I will get the right path. Yeah. But I'm like one of the, Well, it's an ADHD thing, I think, yeah. when <laughs> really? you... When you read the fir- when you watch something mm-hmm. and the first five minutes you're like oh I know how this ends. Um,
1: yeah, yeah, it, it's it's uh, especially like I think it's a writer thing more than anything. You know how stories go, and you're like yep this character that character that, yep yep. yep.
0: <laughs> My husband hates watching movies with me. Oh yeah, I'm like oh blah blah blah. He's like will you stop that?
1: <laughs> and <laughs> I I impressed a girl once with that. When I was like way younger, like 21 or something. Uh, and I was like oh yeah, so I watched Good Will Hunting. With her, oh. and it was like ten minutes. And I was like, "Oh, cool!" So this character is going to do this with that character, and then it's going to end like this. It's like, "No, no, I did. no! How can you? How can you tell this?" I was like, I don't know. <laughs> um, but uh, that was a question. Oh, right, yeah. Um, I almost had it. god damn it No, this, it'll be fine. It's gonna be fine. It's okay, like, I've
0: lost it too.
1: <laughs> all right, we can we can go. Um, I don't quite remember what we were talking about before, unfortunately.
0: Me um, either. It's, this is two ADHD people doing a podcast
1: it's it's awesome <laughs>
0: usually oh. I am
1: way better at handling this but today is just some of those days um it's a
0: Friday but, right yeah mm, it's end of the week your brain's like exactly. overloaded yes that's our excuse and we're sticking to it <laughs> We were talking about books at some stage we were Time talking dilation. about um, the bookworms
1: and that kind of oh stuff. yeah yeah so, so um so the
0: library is mm. yes i can't mm. do posing. i've tried mm. and failed multiple times
1: i think that's okay though right yeah so you do you do so, you do whatever you can do best
0: yeah well and so i started writing library system reset and it's it's library system reset overdue because mm. I was like, "Hey, we'll make the first book overdue." Well, let's just say the overdue is not really ever going to stop. <laughs> so uh, it's kind of just library system reset. is the series name anyway. Yeah. So, um, and I uh, I started writing it uh, because I just I wanted a magical librarian who could get OP
2: mm-hmm.
0: eventually, mm-hmm. Um, and in the process of powering up this library to be this amazing magical construct that yeah. does basically good for the universe. Um mm-hmm. and not everybody likes there to be good in the universe, you know? So that's where your bad guys come in. You know, because mm-hmm. they want the power just for themselves. Oh, they don't want yeah. it to be shared. They don't they're greedy, you know, mothers
1: So they just wanna, <laughs> you know, take all the power and yeah. book it.
0: Yes. <laughs> That was really bad. But I'm gonna use that as a dad joke.
1: Please do do go, do go on. Like um you can uh you can uh ask me anytime uh I'm available to book. <laughs> I
0: uh I'll 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 oh, no, I'll give it to my my grandfatherly figure and because he's been making <laughs> dad jokes throughout the whole book. <laughs> he's uh well he's an elf though, and he walks mm. in at the end of chapter thirteen when the library gets some of its power back mm. and he has one of the important books so the book gets a pulse and he walks in and he's like i have been try. it's about time i have been trying to return this book for almost 500 years where have <laughs> you been i better not get fined and that's like the end of the chapter <laughs>
2: nice
0: he's the best character i love him he's a high elf and uh he's he's just hilarious he's just in his own grandfatherly way he's like so you know like millennia old and he's just like
1: i think i think (coughs) sorry one one thing that your book keeps like it keeps reminding me of certain video games um first and foremost bastion um because it's also
0: gosh that's old
1: thank you katie thank you very much
0: I met my husband playing EverQuest too. I can't talk.
1: <laughs> no, no, it's it's just it's just fine. Like just casually, you know, like telling me I'm old.
0: It's nice. I bet I'm older than you. How old are you? I'm old. I'm not saying that. You okay. cut it out, right?
1: <laughs> uh, no, don't worry about it. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm older than I. I'm older than. I look, actually, people. Miss, people think like. People think like. Oh yeah, Ma- uh, Max, you like. I, I bet you like twenty five or twenty six. I'm like. <laughs> I was old oh. when this world was still young um, <laughs> and hey, you uh,
0: sweet summer child that's how you feel <laughs> right yeah.
1: it's, exactly and um so no, like, like Bastion for example or like there were some other games were that that um kind of remind me of, of of the premise I mean the premise is not the premise is great right it's, yeah. it's very cool and it's, it's it's good for a reason people have thought about it before but um not in this not in his library twist, I think. So which is yeah, what I like. Uh, it.
0: mm-hmm. It's just that like like I, I wrote this for me mm-hmm. because I needed something that I was excited about. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I hadn't been able to get excited about ideas.
1: Um okay, no, okay, so why don't we then go into the other the next part? And that would be um what's the best writing advice you've ever gotten?
0: Okay, I'm gonna start that off. with The worst writing advice I ever got. Okay. Okay, so back years and years ago in, like, 2004, mm-hmm. I know, right? I um, met an online, like, back when forums were all the rage and oh. we didn't have headsets and shit. Ventrilo <laughs> it- was only just coming out and TeamSpeak 3 was a thing.
1: What's, what's Skype?
0: Um, I was part of a forum. I found mm-hmm. a forum online, a writing forum, and it was a, just a, a group of maybe 10 of us. And one of the girls there was so, so um, like pursuing trad publishing. Mm-hmm. And she was like, you must write every day. You have to write every day. Mm-hmm. So I would force myself to write every day. Mm-hmm. I'd hate writing every day. Okay. But I did it. And I produced some awesome crap. Um, <laughs> and I wrote every day and I wrote every day. And then I went to Dragon Con in 2008 where I went to several writing track panels and one of the most important pieces of advice I got there was every writer is different. There is no one way that a writer can create. You need to do what works for you. So I brought that back to the writing group and I was like, dude, you don't have to write every day. You Mm -hmm. have to do how it works for you and that other friend was like rr, 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 rr. no dude fuck off sorry I, I do swear i hope that doesn't
1: doesn't doesn't matter like
0: dude i've is... been very very good because i swear a lot more than this usually
1: <laughs> this is a european podcast i don't really Excellent. give
0: a shit yes so um i was basically like no fuck off mate like hmm. i can write how works best for me yeah. um, and i discovered that i am a binge everythinger hmm. i binge watch shows. I binge read books. I will take two weeks and read like 30 books. Mm-hmm. Um, I, oh, sorry. I, um, and I binge write. Mm-hmm. So when I write, I write. I mm-hmm. get in the zone and I hyper focus and I write. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is what works for me.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So um It took me like four years to figure out that. Mm -hmm. And once I had figured out that, writing came a lot easier and it was a lot more fun. Mm -hmm. So, um, the best piece of writing advice I have ever gotten and I will ever give is Mm -hmm. that you need to do you. Mm -hmm. You have to find your own process. Now, you can, people like, I I have um, some template sheets that sometimes help me sort shit out in my head. Mm -hmm. I will gladly offer them to other people, but they might not work for them. So, I'm always like, hey, You can use these templates that will help you like ask questions that make you start thinking, Mm -hmm. but it might not work for you. It Mm -hmm. works for me. Um, And so every piece of writing advice I give is always tempered by this is how I do it. Your brain might work differently. Mm -hmm. So I find that that is very important that people understand that everyone is different and thus everybody's process is different. Mm -hmm. So. Mm-hmm. yeah and not everybody's going to write stream of consciousness like I do, mm-hmm. so the dictation method I use isn't going to work for everybody else mm-hmm. because a lot of people can't do that, whereas obviously I have verbal diarrhea sometimes, and I can just talk and not stop, which helps when you want to dictate stream of consciousness
2: small
1: <laughs> so... small throw in here um <laughs> I mean, you can just talk for hours right you aren't mm-hmm. like for example. <laughs> Honoré who has to pause every <laughs> fifteen minutes, or her throat gets scratchy.
0: <laughs> oh gosh, no! And I wouldn't even care if my throat got scratchy. I love Honoré. she's so lovely. She's amazing,
1: but mm. uh, yeah, we we we, we exchange memes every once in a while, and uh, she she brought that with like the the crying girl meme, where it's like I have to stop <laughs> dictating every fifteen minutes, or my throat gets scratchy.
2: <laughs> so, no,
0: yeah. I do. I literally will go and do like um, I'll do like seven to eight minute sections Mm -hmm. which gets me about 800 words seven to 800 words Mm -hmm. and i'll do that three times and my chapter's done Mm -hmm. um and then i'll break and then i'll do another chapter and so i can generally dictate about two chapters a day if i'm on my game
2: Mm
0: -hmm. um and edit two chapters a day (coughs) except i try to only do chapters monday tuesday thursday friday i leave mm. myself a lazy day in the middle and mm. i take my weekends off for my family because yeah. i have to i have yeah. to spend family time my kid's 11 years old now so you know nice. gotta watch her grow up so She's awesome.
1: i i have to yet yeah, do this because i find a good schedule because like i told you this morning um i just you know today i i wrote uh, i edited I edited, it was great. And then I kind of, you know, lost track again. I think one of my biggest issues is that I can't really write at home. Mm. I need to be somewhere else. So I'm looking forward to, you know, having a, a job again. I really hope that I do get a new job soon um, because well. then I can then I can, uh, you know, um, go into one of their, like sound isolation booths um, after yeah. work and just kind of say like, okay, it's, it's six o'clock now. I have like two hours, so let's dictate and then when i get yeah. home i can uh, i can fix it up
0: yeah, yeah. i have um i you, so my house has its mm-hmm. do i edit uh
1: i want to hear what you want to say first and then oh. i want to ask you if you want if you edit first or write first on a day
0: so i um i so we built my we built this house 4 years mm-hmm. ago mm-hmm. and my office has floor to ceiling bookcases mm-hmm. um that frame the window that looks out to the little lake lot that we got mm-hmm. um and so I have my place to come and Mm. do my work and my door closes Mm. which my cat has not scratched at yet so that is actually a win today um but yeah so I I come in I sit usually if my my husband and daughter are gone I have all of the dogs in with me Mm. one sits on my feet one sits in her little bed the other one flops next to the door and I have um, two cat scratching posts, like seat, with the seats on the top, and I have one in front of the window. And when it's a sunny day, the cats will stretch in front of the window. So I always have my animals around me, and I have my wombat. Oh, nice. That's I have nice one face. question though. Uh huh.
1: How do you struggle riding cozy?
0: <laughs> because I like violin. And I want them all, and I always end up with bad guys who need killing.
1: Calm down there, Marshall Mathers. Anyway. Um... <laughs> 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 so uh, yeah, so I uh, have
0: a really nice environment to write in. Mm-hmm. And actually on the other side of this desk, I have a treadmill desk. So I'll take my <sighs> laptop and walk while I write.
1: Yeah, I have that too. I, my, this desk goes up and I, I just like take the wall, treadmill and put it underneath. Yeah. It's awesome. Um, it really
0: is i don't walk fast but i can walk at like two miles an hour and type so
1: 3.5 kilometers per hour mm-hmm. for at least two hours so every time i write i get nice. uh, i i uh, i lose calories like no one's business That's um, awesome, right <laughs> but main question oh, do you editing. edit for, do you edit first or do you write first
0: Okay, so I have been editing the previous day's two chapters,
2: mm-hmm.
0: which then leads me into a good point
2: that makes to sense. go
0: into the next chapter. Yep. However, I am contemplating switching it to writing the chapters, editing the chapters, be, and sketching down what comes next, and then going the next day so I'm mm-hmm. fresh. Mm -hmm. um or writing a chapter editing it writing a chapter editing it um because Mm -hmm. sometimes I feel when I go back the next day maybe I've lost a little bit from the Mm -hmm. um from the dictation Mm -hmm. and so my brain isn't quite where I need it to be Mm -hmm. so I'm still fine tuning that but Mm -hmm. um I generally write at least I've been writing at least five to six chapters a week Mm
2: -hmm.
0: um I was ahead a few chapters and then I got sick at the beginning of this week and so I like
1: How long are your chapters?
0: Um, Two and a half-ish. I'd say probably about 2,700 on average. Uh But I get in between 2,200 and 3,000 generally is my chapter length. I don't seem to be able to restrict it from that. Um, I don't seem to be able to load enough into my chapters. And I don't like cutting chapters in awkward places. I want them to Mm. have a definitive... Cliffhanger. that leads on cliffhanger, you mean? <laughs> some some of them i do cliffhanger but
1: no that's fine it's fine i was just excited oh.
0: <laughs> some of them i do cliffhanger but mm. generally i like to move it um like i like to have something hanging there that is more mm. of an invite to the next chapter yeah i mean some people might see it as a cl- slight cliffhanger but mm. for me i just want anticipation of the next chapter mm. um I'm trying to get it to a point where every like four chapters or so I'll have like a really good break point. Mm -hmm. Um, But you know, that just depends.
1: So I loved uh, the Hemingway memoir. Um, There's some, some, I have not read it. There's some really good tidbits in it. And one of them is um, that he tried or he suggests he suggests to try to always stop at a point where it's good. Yeah. Because then the next day you feel fresh and excited and want mm. to go back to it. What going onto about?
0: a thread. Exactly. Like taking a thread, mm. being happy with where it's going to go the exactly. next day. Mm.
1: Yeah. So yeah, they, he suggests doing that. And I totally agree with it because I think that, um, well, it just kind of makes sense. And
0: mm-hmm.
1: to me, that translates to cliffhangers. Oh, yeah. Right, because um, because so when I end a chapter on yeah. a tense note, it's easier for me next to go like, oh cool, I want to write more.
0: Yeah, well, like, um, like for one of like just just an ending line, mm-hmm. um, keep those thoughts to yourself, Quinn. Quinn did she locked them down as tightly as she could and thought, I will for now. So like that's the ending of a chapter, mm-hmm. but it's got that little bit of a like, like like tension. Oh, yeah. Sitting there, like, oh, I'll do that for now. Like as you know, I'm not gonna do this forever type thing, you know? I, so Yeah,
1: one of my one of my well, I hope I can call him friend that he won't stone me for it. Um Seth McBuffie. <laughs> um he was on a podcast and then uh, afterwards we started chatting and now we're another kind of friends. Um and he said that he's looking he's a musician, so he he writes very musically. And now when you just said like, hey, when you read those words, I was like, okay, I can see that. And I see it as in the movie because I've worked in movies for a while, mm-hmm. right? framing shots and all that, that yeah. kind of stuff and editing is part of what I, what I liked about it. And you know, when those last lines have that, you know, kind of string orchestra in the background, mm-hmm. and, yeah. that's when you have a good end line, I think.
0: Yeah. So I try to do like, have a little bit of tension, like mm-hmm. to bring the scene to a close, mm-hmm. but have a tension there that is like, oh, well, I want to read what happens next mm-hmm. because um, cliffhangers get you mm-hmm. 0.5 stars. <laughs> um, but you need to, you need them like, yeah. and they're an amazing tool. And frankly, they keep the tension in your novel from like bottoming out.
1: It's, you, you cannot write attention without writing tension. Like, it's impossible. Yeah,
0: exactly. Right. It's so, just, I mean,
1: do you, <sighs> so what do you think? Why do, like, because people love cliffhangers, but they like to complain about them too. What do you, th- why do you think that is?
0: I think, in my amazing wisdom, <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a lot about instant gratification. Mm, okay. People don't like cliffhangers because it means they don't get their resolution now. Mm. Um, and that pisses people off they want like oh like in it, web
1: serial yeah that makes sense
2: mm-hmm.
0: yeah mm-hmm. and like some of my comments oh my god uh i don't like that you're just you know piecing out the information well dude read the fucking book <laughs> like for <laughs> like,
1: it's it's fair to say he doesn't like it that's okay um it's oh, it,
0: fine and you can
1: you can you can do with that information as you as you want but uh if if you don't i'm you not know, gonna
0: change my writing style Because you don't like the fact that I don't just info dump everything now. And I don't think,
1: I don't think necessarily people want that. Like, um, it always helps me to, to think of these people as, as, you know, like being like reading that as very like begging, you know, Mm -hmm. like, and they're saying like, Hey, I don't feel good right now and I want to feel better. And that actually makes it easier to give them what they want without, you know, twisting something into a pretzel.
0: Um, For a lot of people, I also feel like it's more of a vocal minority who Mm. want this and they want it now Mm. and they didn't get it and you made them angry because Mm. they didn't get it now. Mm. Um, Or they were having a bad day Mm. and they came to your story and they wanted something specific and your story wasn't exactly what they wanted. And Mm. so you're the evil person. And Mm. you have to really, after having thousands of Amazon reviews, Mm. (laughs) I... I find like when Mm. I first wrote Somnia back in 2018 Mm. and put it up on Royal Road, Mm. I found some of the comments super hard to deal with because Mm. I wasn't used to. I mean, I had a few hundred comments on my other books. Mm. This is back before you could just rate a book, you had to Mm. leave a review. Mm. Um, And so getting 50 reviews was an amazing thing, you know? Um, And so, like, I had reviews and I, some of them got to me, but Royal Road really got to me. I got a lot of good feedback, but I also got a lot of, you know, because it used to be super bad. Mm. Um, but now with so many books under my belt and so many reviews and occasionally taking those reviews and using the bad ones as advertisements for yeah, other good. things, like read this. Oh yeah. Read this book because, um, I just, uh, I think I've grown a lot thicker skin. Mm-hmm. And so um, I just, you know, people who want to leave crappy comments, I just ignore them. Um, but about 95% of my comments, and I've, I've had a lot of them so far, have been super great, um, really constructive if they're critical, and, you know, stuff where I'm like, oh, yeah, time dilation, I'm going to have to redo that. <laughs> yeah. Um. So they're... <sighs> You know it's it's one of those things where you have to i think take into consideration like just the i guess the atmosphere of the community, mm-hmm. and you just have to take those comments with a grain of salt mm-hmm. and just be like, "Okay, this is this person's opinion mm-hmm. um <laughs> like and that's like, okay they're they're like entitled to their opinion like dude, and if yeah. yeah, and if they want that book then they can go and write it so
1: exactly so not my not my
0: circus not my monkey (laughs) exactly
1: so yeah yeah, like i said you know besides the whole like you know having pity on these people kind of thing which always sounds arrogant um but i don't mean it in this way it just really helps to think of them as like you know gonna hey i'm I'm sorry you didn't get your book yeah um go you know I, I hope hey, you find it you, or
0: write it. <laughs> what, do you, what do you want?
1: Like, what do you want? And maybe I can show you where to find it. Like if you want yeah. like, instant gratification with lots of information dumps and all that kind of stuff, there are books like that out there. Oh, have, yeah. you, have you read all like these books? Maybe you, you like those, right? Yeah. And I have had very good conversations with people who, um, who wrote very interesting things in my comments. Uh, I don't mean like, I don't check the comments on my first 10 chapters because I use those to filter out people who don't like my book yeah good like you don't like it okay good like thanks um sometimes though i get a new comment and i go back and i read another one i'm like mm-hmm. oh okay cool but um it's definitely um, strength training um, yeah it is these comments well, and mm-hmm. it's
0: just i think by the time you're a certain amount of books in you're just mm-hmm. like there are, you know there are billions of books out there not everybody is going to like every book and that's yeah. just how life is although like i did get i did have one review that really Mm. bugged me because it was Mm. a 0.5 review Mm. and they jumped (laughs) to chapter three to star it
2: yeah oh yeah
0: but in the review they say i didn't read past chapter one and i'm like because 0.5 stars on chapter one can be removed yeah um but they jumped to chapter three to f- to zero point five star it. But then in the review, it's like I didn't read past chapter one. I hated this book, basically. And I'm like, well, a little shit. <laughs> like...
1: Well, I mean, I mean, you can you can still talk to John about that. Like John reads uh, those things, right? So yeah,
0: I tried, but it's still there. Whatever, don't care. Yeah. But
1: I mean, recently one one person who wrote a like kind of critical comment on uh, with a very because they wrote a. They wrote a review that was yeah that was like okay cool like this person can do better they didn't like this didn't like that and mm-hmm. um so this was a bit confusing blah blah blah, blah. we talked about this zero point five stars like this doesn't yeah. track because yeah you didn't you didn't say like this is the worst shit on the planet and this is not a downvote button dude yeah. this is like I know but um so this just vanished and the guy yeah. no longer has has an account so I don't know what happened no. um but um
0: he might have done that to a few of them.
1: Yeah, he might not like. Just, maybe, yeah. maybe he he did that. no. I didn't do anything I about. Mean, it. he was
0: having a bad day, and then went, "Oh, yeah. I'm not going to do that," and deleted his account. Yeah, no. But sorry, I had sorry, um, I... I've I've had a few really weird four stars that mm-hmm. are like four stars and like trash my characters, but mm-hmm. I still got a four star. I'm like, okay, whatever.
1: I I just think <laughs> you that don't have works. to like
0: my characters. That's fine. I mean, but I love the world, and I'm like, okay, that's cool. <laughs>
1: Four, four stars is is basically a down downvote, <laughs> right? Yeah, I know, right? Because because like four so, st-
0: the way the system rates it, is, yeah.
1: yeah, yeah, I mean,
0: but, but, hey, I found thought... them giving me a two star though. So exactly. I'm like, okay. <laughs>
1: so, in my personal opinion, it is you know uh, five stars. I liked it. Four point five stars was 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 okay. Still, still a good book. Four stars is like not for me. And anything below that is just like yeah. the ability to hammer on the dislike button more than once. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I talked about this with Kana. I talked about this with, with Saki Myth. Um, we all have our different opinions. And I mean, it's Kana's website. He runs it. I get his points and they're good points. Yeah. Um, and I just personally feel as though we should be thinking about what do we want to encourage? Yeah. Because right now the uh, system this is designed to... So I, I I do think the rating system is okay, um, and it, it right now it is it is tailored towards people who have a lot of followers because it even mm-hmm. it evens out. Yeah. I personally believe a, a page like Royal Road that is there to give exposure to like in my personal personal idea at least is there to give exposure to smaller authors more than any any other website. Should have a system that is designed to do exactly that, and not yeah. a system that, that rewards people with thousands of followers who can upvote for mm-hmm. you. Um, same thing with Rising Stars, for example. Um, if you release a new book, if Raven's Dagger releases a new book, if Void Herald's uh, um, Selkie, anyone releases a new book, um, you can you will not get on top one. Period, oh, you mean, yeah. period, period, ever.
0: Well, I mean, I got onto the front page. To be honest, mm. though, I didn't expect this book to do well at all. Also, I, it it has, um, it is slow burn, mm-hmm. which is already outside of most lit RPG purview because mm-hmm. they all want OP now, immediately. My system oh. is broken. So mm-hmm. the system isn't immediately there. I don't have immediate system messages mm-hmm. with all the stats and with all the info. Mm-hmm. Um. And it's just, you know, it's a slice of life. So it's a lot <coughs> slower. Mm-hmm. Um, she progresses fast,
2: mm-hmm.
0: but not as fast as people want,
2: mm-hmm.
0: because it's a slow burn mm-hmm. um, for all the reasons above. And so I just, and I was just writing about a magical library. And I was like, you know, I'll be happy with a few hundred followers. Sure. Would I like more? Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know and then you i got on rising stars and i got mm-hmm. on the front page um like number 6 or 7 mm-hmm. but i couldn't really move past that and mm-hmm. i it's it's really weird because now they've reconfigured how it works and mm-hmm. views count a lot more than followers yes um like a lot more and if you have less chapters that puts you at a great disadvantage and um
1: I- I think I think Kana waited though waited so that if you have longer chapters the views count more though he did account for that
0: Mine definitely didn't like I would be uh, cuz I I I'm very uh I'm very uh analytical and I did like I tracked mm. numbers and everything mm. for probably like 2 weeks mm. um and I would be constantly getting way more followers than like three of them that stayed above me the whole time mm. Mm but I would be getting like one or two less K views a day. Mm. Um, and I just stayed down the bottom and which mm. is fine. I wasn't even expecting to make it under rising stars, let alone the front mm. page, but it just, <laughs> I was like, okay, now I know next time what to do yeah. if I do it again, you know? Um, but
1: so, yeah, for, for the new book that I'm writing, um, I released it for a write-a-thon but nice. I did not want anyone to shop me out. I don't have a backlog. Um, yeah. I don't have time to have a backlog right now. I'm, I'm looking for a new job. It's going to be Christmas soon. I'm going to go on a vacation. Right. So don't have time. And so yeah. I, li- I asked everyone to not mention me at all. And um, I'm happy to see that I still have like 27 followers on this book. So I'm very, very happy with Yay. it. Yes. Um. That being said, um, what was also cool. All right. So yeah. Um, uh the the thing that you know ads uh to your first page are allowed mm-hmm. yeah. um, i i get it it's also good but at this point if it's not happening yet so maybe i'm just blowing it out of proportion but yeah. um when i got my rising stars run um and mm-hmm. i mean writing is psychological introspective female protagonist science fantasy mystery thriller um is not a recipe for success in royal road but um it's still got 1000 followers and i hit rising stars pay uh, number six or so so uh, no yeah. wait nine right I'm, yeah. I'm super happy with it it's That's actually awesome. it's actually in the small thumbnail um for the itunes store oh
0: Yes. Yes. Yeah. that's awesome
1: but um, so this podcast is not about me it's about you but um, <laughs> so yeah I I, th- yeah, I, think I
0: was I was happy sh- well I mean I'm still on Rising Stars right now yeah. um, I'm just slowly moving down but dude the of chicken alternate universe released like a couple of days after I didn't yeah. stand a chance you know like a- it was a- not exactly. going to happen <laughs> and
1: but I mean I mean uh, kind of kind of you know, the the wise words of Travis DeVerell come to mind. If you're fighting for spot one on the best selling list with Will yeah. with Will with Will Smith, you no longer have the right to yeah. have imposter syndrome.
0: I know. So, but I um yeah. I was extremely happy because I like I said, I didn't expect
2: mm-hmm.
0: everybody's like, oh yeah, see if you can I'm like, dude, I'm just gonna release my chapters one a day for like three weeks. Mm-hmm. And then I'm I've been doing about five a week, um, even though I my 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 timetable says four a week. But I've just been really excited to share, so I've been sharing five a week. Yeah, um, I'll go down to my timetable eventually. But and uh, okay,
1: sorry, um, because mm-mm. I definitely want to want to want to throw something in here, and that is so you write for a living, right? Yes, I do. So, and you're still putting it out there on Royal Road, even though you know it's not it's not a success, which is very important to me on this podcast because A, it gives me hope. And B, um you know, like it tells other like hopefully if, if you're a listener, you can listen to this and you're like, yeah, Royal well, Road I've
0: isn't to gotten... be all and all. No, it's not. And mm-hmm. I um and you know this this book is done fairly well. I'm I'm closing in on twenty five hundred followers mm-hmm. and it's only been out for six weeks. Mm-hmm. So it's not like That's a bad count. Mm -hmm. Um, I've still got a couple of weeks probably fallen down the rising stars, but that still gives you that extra little boost, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, I did this for me. I did this to get myself out Mm -hmm. of burnout Mm -hmm. and back into the love of writing and having people wanting a chapter. And because I do Patreon as well, so I have 10 Mm -hmm. chapters in advance there. Mm -hmm. Um, Knowing that I need to get that out there, um, because i have patrons literally paying me for that mm. um that helps me write and really? it helps me it helps me know mm. that there are people who mm. want to read what i'm writing
1: it stresses me the fuck out
0: oh does it yeah it makes because... me excited to get them the next chapter
1: <laughs> because i mean I, I love that um the torchbearer Patreon was not was not a success not a success at all mostly because i priced it at ten dollars um for a month of advanced chapters um and I personally think that's actually a good thing it didn't work out because the moment I realized like hey this Patreon is not going to do it I felt so much relief because now I could just write for myself. Yeah. I could write what I wanted and I didn't owe anything to anyone. So that was very very good.
0: Okay, see I get that that's 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 an awesome feeling. Mm-hmm. Um but for me with my current level of like um, with the current burnout I had, Mm. being able to share my love of the Mm. story, that is a super driving point for me. Mm. And my, my Patreon isn't like the be all and end all, Mm. but it's bringing in enough to pay for a couple of my kids lessons,
2: Nice, Mm -hmm.
0: you know, like it pays for her singing and her piano. Mm -hmm. So yay, it pays for a couple of things. Um, and I'm not, I'm not trying to build it up to be mm-hmm. something amazing. It's just like a little bit of extra cash.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Um for doing something I love. And that that is what that's what I did it for.
1: Um a now, German, a German friend of mine uh calls it Kuchengeld.
0: Yeah, no? right.
1: So cake money.
0: Kaffee Klatschgeld. <laughs> <laughs> One of those um. unsubstantiables.
1: Like how do you how do you like uh, it's not coffee mm. slap. I know that.
0: <laughs> mm, Café Klatsch is like coffee, cake, and gossip time. Yeah. Would you say that's about right?
1: Yeah. And, and they're telling coffee us that Germans have long terms. Like, yeah.
0: <laughs> I know, right? Dude, it's so funny, though, because I always remember the Aufenthaltskneemigung. <laughs> because it's like a four-letter word in like English. Yeah. But Aufenthaltskneemigung says exactly what it is.
2: Yeah. All, all those German words do.
0: You're staying, your permission to stay.
1: Yeah. Mietschuldenfreiheitsbescheinigung. <laughs> it does exactly what's on the tin.
0: It does. It, it always it, does.
1: You start at the end and it tells you, Bescheinigung, yeah. that you are free of Freiheits. Yeah. Mietschulden. So yeah. rent debt.
2: That's exactly. what it does.
0: And it's just, it's this awesome, like, mm. I love the German language. And it's so mm. weird because even after what? 17 years of not being in the country, or 18 years, <laughs> hmm. I still will be speaking and be like, Oh, what's the English word for that? <laughs> oh, like, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, oh, the best one is, uh, Oh, what is it? When you're feeling comfortable. The, the, when you're feeling comfortable, what is it?
1: Uh, Depends, gemütlich? Uh,
0: yes, gemütlich doesn't translate. It's yeah. not, mm. it's, it's a it's sensation. Like cozy yeah it's not cozy it's more it's the more than is, is more than just cozy it's more than just comfortable it's like yeah. this whole sensation you know yeah. and you don't get that in the translation it doesn't work yeah which is just
1: it's annoying. it's the it's the relaxation you feel in a cozy space yes. which is yeah
0: which is a whole phrase, you yeah. know, like, and there are so many words like that that you just you're like, and,
1: oh, yeah, it's, it's it's more than that, even, right? It is
2: the feeling and it's of security, peace, yeah, sense of peace, mm, yeah, a sense, a of sense of peace, peace
0: mm. security. You yeah. just feel this, yeah, exactly, yeah, it's, and it's just yeah, welcome German to semantics.
1: The, <laughs> welcome to the Quit RPG podcast, everyone, where yeah. we talk about you know everything. Um, <laughs> so going back on track Mm -hmm. (laughs) what would be one thing that you would change in previous works or in your previous work
0: i really i have gotten much 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 better at world building mm -hmm. I, my strength was always my characters, which is why anybody criticizing my characters really pisses me off. <laughs> Sorry, you, but, you,
1: you, you mumbled and you misspoke. Oh, doesn't know what they're talking about.
0: Yes, thank you. <laughs> um, yeah, so, like, characterization was always my big thing. Plot, mm. because I put lots of little threads and lots mm. of little um, twists in my plots, mm. always been my strength.
2: Mm.
0: But world-building my descriptions, my ability to pull somebody into the world, I always felt that very heavily relied on mm. my characterization mm. and the plot more than the world building. And just mm. as, I've, as I've grown older in writing, mm. I guess, I feel like I've gotten much better at giving full like sensory descriptions mm-hmm, where
2: mm-hmm.
0: you have to be really careful that you don't purple <laughs> prose it because mm. you don't want to purple prose it. Uh, but excuse me. You can, <laughs> purple prose, you know, like no, no, flowery, right? I, <laughs> I know. You,
1: you definitely do want to do that. I don't know what you're talking about.
0: <laughs> but you can create such amazing, like, like, images mm. in people's minds. And mm. I've always wanted to be able to create movies for people so they mm. can see them in their head. And I think I've just gotten a lot better at that over time. So I would probably like to go back to, especially my first three books. Uh and and up the dystopian like feel of the world Mm. and just give it more grit and give it Mm. more like more of a visceral feel to it Mm -hmm. um yeah i have definitely gotten better at that um i had somebody criticize that in a comment i think i blocked them i was like you don't want to know what the library looks like? How could you not want to know what a magical library looks like? Like, what the hell? Also,
1: you can, you can you know, um skip.
0: Yeah, dude, I, like, skip. Yeah.
1: Well, 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 it's a new ad. If you're interested in having your story shouted out on this podcast, please reach out to me under critrpg.podcast at gmail.com. For now, I just finished the first book in my own series, Torchbearer. If you like a slow burn story about weak to OP main characters, mixing magic and technology, and numbers going up, you might also enjoy this one. You can find the link to my link tree down below. And that's all for now. Thank you very much for listening and or watching, and let's get on with the show.
0: Uh, Skim the freaking text. Skim the
1: text. Uh, For for me, like, all those details are very, very hard to write because I skim them, Mm. right? I go like, dusty, books dark wood okay good i got it all right um but then i when i when i slow down uh so for example which is why um i like the the the, the patrick rothless for example or uh, max gladstone because it really yeah. forces me to slow Ooh, down I like max gladstone yeah. speaking of making books shine yes. what's the best like what's the best book you ever read and why is it awesome
0: okay so my favorite book that has stuck with me my like for 30 years is called it's a favorite series It's by Mm -hmm. louise cooper Mm -hmm. it's called the time master trilogy Mm -hmm. and it is three books long the initiate the outcast and the master Mm
2: -hmm.
0: and it is a book about chaos and order and in the end you don't know whether the good or the bad guys have won Mm -hmm. and the whole theme centers around is good really good when it does bad things Mm -hmm. and is evil always evil if it uses some good methods to reach its ends Mm
2: -hmm.
0: so it it leaves you with this gray area that is just like spine tingling and i have just always loved those books um Mm especially as you follow the main character as he goes through and you think one thing and then realize another thing and then realize another thing. And it just all comes together so well. And uh, I am not a big rereader of books. I have a really good memory for that sort of, yeah. sorry, for that sort of stuff. And so I tend to not reread books. Mm-hmm. Um it's not like the comfort of rewatching a TV show over and over, like I do, <laughs> because that kind of plays in the background. Then you know, like a comfort mm-hmm. thing. But books, I don't reread. These books, I have probably reread about twelve times. Nice. Which is for me a very because I just love them, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah. The
1: so you you missed a pun there. You read them time and time again. Yes. <laughs>
2: The Time Master trilogy. Okay, okay, okay. I time and time
1: again. I'm very sorry for inflicting <laughs> emotional damage, but um.
0: <laughs> it's okay. It's all good, dude. I need all the dad jokes I can get.
1: <laughs> um, yeah, unfortunately, by Malara now I'm fully booked. I'm has to be
0: able to dad joke. <laughs> hmm?
1: Hmm? I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm oh, a fan of dad yeah. jokes, but unfortunately, oh, by now awesome. I'm fully booked.
0: So 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 I can't book it then.
1: No, you can't book it. No, sorry. I mean, um, I mean. Oh,
0: that's classic. I mean, I I,
1: I would say otherwise, but that would turn me into a librarian. We should probably (laughs) return to the podcast.
0: Okay. Huh. I'm, just gonna, it I'm just going to hand it back to you. Okay, so Louise Cooper Time Master Trilogy. Mm-hmm. That is my favorite series ever written, that I've ever read. And don't get me wrong, I love a lot of books, but these mm-hmm. ones have stayed with me since I was like 12. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, uh,
2: yeah, I love them. I
0: love those kind of I books. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're
1: nice, um,
0: life defining books. So.
1: Exactly. Uh, for me, mm. that was the Neshan Trilogy by mm. Um That, however, brings us to the bookend of this podcast. Um, I can't stop. <laughs> Please help. Um, <clears throat> and that is shoutouts.
0: Okay. So... I love a lot of the books that are currently very popular. Like, I love mm-hmm. all the skills. Oh yeah. I am in love with Mark of the Fool. It is literally my favorite mm-hmm. thing out there right now.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I don't know why. Um, I just freaking loved it. Um, Battle Mage Farmer. Adoric mm-hmm. Seth is one of the best dudes ever. Um, I love uh, shirts, <laughs> but who doesn't? Mm-hmm um
1: oh there are lots of people who are who don't and they, they will be very very loud about it but they don't really matter because
0: they're very vocal he just, about it are they
1: yeah he, they because i think they're so vocal about it because they kind of hate themselves for the fact that they still like it and it's got gonna read the yeah. next part <laughs>
0: yeah. um but there is that there are some older books actually that i really loved and that mm-hmm. don't get enough love anymore mm-hmm. like war Eternus by charles dean mm-hmm one of my favorite series ever i absolutely adore it jeff hayes does it with sound booth theater mm-hmm. um fantastic series war eternus it was i mean i think he finished that in 2020 mm-hmm. um so it's it's an old series like five books i think um so i love hit i love anything Charles writes, but war eternus mm-hmm. definitely my favorite um I love all of Michael Chatfield stuff. Mm. I think it's fantastic. Mm. Um, I'm trying to think. I had I'd written down War Aeternus. Uh So love Michael Chatfield stuff, Emerilia and. It's and good. Realm. The, the
1: fewer books you recommend, the fewer links I will have to create for the podcast. Oh, okay,
0: opinion. okay. So we'll leave it at that. But yeah, yeah. I love. Um, I love a lot of a lot of the books, and I just I think that you know, if you're reading a lot of the newest stuff, mm-hmm. um, you should try and go back and have a look at the, a lot of the older stuff, because um, back when the genre was a wee thing, uh, <laughs> there were still some really good books out there. So, oh, yeah. um,
1: um, I mean, like, yeah. there, was this, there was this time where everyone talked about um, Cradle, which is, right, it's one of the, one of the founding fathers of it yep so and there's
0: you know and there was uh the land and oh yeah you've Mm -hmm. got um not personally one of my favorites i couldn't get into it much Mm -hmm. but my husband loved it so many people i know loved it and so it's like a benchmark Mm -hmm. um and awaken online and ascend online you know you can definitely something online
1: Uh, (laughs) it landed well with some people um
2: you can't
1: help it no no it's brain damage um yeah (laughs) my shout out would be for for a friend of mine who wants to remain very anonymous uh his book is called marsh night and it's on road right now yeah that one it is and it's, on it's, coming right up on
0: ri- it's coming up on Rising Stars, and yep. it is currently number 21.
1: Exactly. Let's just hope it doesn't get bogged down. <laughs> You're very easy to get with these, you know that? That's, that's amazing. I really like it.
0: Oh, I just, I, I like puns. Puns are one of my favorite things. So. <laughs>
1: well, in German, they call me the punzer. <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> well, this was it for the main part of the torture. I mean, the podcast. Um, so thank you so much for listening and enduring the puns. Um, if you want the rest of the podcast, it is right down below on my Patreon. Um, it's We used to call it Bones Material, but I think it's kind of disingenuous because it literally is the other half of the podcast. So, <laughs> yeah, we're going to keep talking about more um stuff that doesn't really have to do anything with books we're going to be a bit more candid we're going to you know like start talking shit about people uh no we're not never Mm -hmm. that um but we will talk about talking
0: shit about people i like people too much
1: exactly me too (laughs) and yeah we're going to talk about more stuff that uh, doesn't relate to the four main questions and if you liked all the asides that we had in this episode then you will like the stuff on Patreon because it's basically more of that, just Yay. us chatting. Oh, and by the way, there's like three hours of Shirtaloon on there. There's um, two hours of Raven's Dagger. There is um, lots. Oh, of... I love
0: Raven's Dagger's book too. Right, books too. So yep. good.
1: Um, he he's writing a new one.
0: Oh, That's I good. should have shouted out to Nix. Which one? Nix has awesome Nixia. Nixia has oh. awesome books too.
1: There's so um, this many Chris of is them.
0: bullshit? Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. I, I love Chris the fact that it's called awesome. this, this Trilogy is Broken in its Four Books.
0: <laughs> I know.
1: <laughs> it's, it's gloriously dumb, but it's good. Um, I
0: know. Oh, and then there's Alex Raceman and Dinosaur Dungeon. Yeah.
1: If you want more of that bore material, thank you so much for watching. Yeah. And I'll see you next time. And if you're on Patreon, well, then hi, the show goes on.